Welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. You're listening to The Construction Cut with Taylor Rennick. Here, you'll get the latest news in construction in 15 minutes or less. Let's dive into the show. Welcome back to The Construction Cut. I'm your host, Taylor. This week, we're covering the latest string of contractors and those in construction-related businesses to be accused of defrauding the government's PPP program and why homebuilder confidence is at a record high, among other things. All right, it is Monday, September 14th. Let's dive in. Another week, another contractor arrested for defrauding the Paycheck Protection Program. Casey Crowther of Fort Myers, Florida, has been arrested and charged for submitting false information to a lending institution. Surprise, surprise. So Crowther, who applied for more than $2 million in loans for his company Target Roofing and Sheet Metal, said that the two mil was going to be used strictly for business purposes, keeping employees on the payroll, making lease payments, and the like. But you know what Crowther did with his PPP loan? Well, according to a complaint filed by the Justice Department, he bought a catamaran for a cool $689,000. He even registered it in his name. He also transferred $100,000 to an ex-employee. So, you know, not exactly above board. If convicted, Crowther could face large fines and up to 30 years in prison. And Crowther is not the first contractor to be accused of defrauding the PPP program. In fact, he's the latest in a string of four people in construction-related businesses to be accused of fraud charges related to the pandemic's small business relief program. According to ENR, Design and construction companies made up one of the largest segments of companies that applied and were approved for the funding. We know that organizations like the AGC lobbied Washington hard to make the program friendly for construction-related companies, and more than one company is accused of taking advantage. Along with Crowther and Brenizer from Minnesota, who we reported on last week, he was the Harley-Davidson guy, The owner of a construction company in Washington, D.C. was charged with fraudulently obtaining two loans worth $400,000, and an engineer in Texas was accused of trying to obtain $10 million worth of loans to support 250 employees, when in fact, nobody was on the payroll at all. If you've followed Builder Funnel for even a little bit, you know we're huge believers in the inbound marketing methodology. One of the most important phases is the client delight phase. By delighting customers, you turn them into promoters of your business and your brand. The only way to get people to go out of their way to sing your praises is to wow them throughout the process. This is something the guys over at BuildBook are helping you do. Better communication leads to better outcomes. And that means communication at every level daily logs, client selections, punch lists, and change orders. Today, that communication gets super fragmented between email, text, and phone calls, and inevitably, things fall through the cracks. With BuildBook, everything funnels through one simple app, keeping everyone on the same page and your clients filled with delight. No more digging through texts or random emails looking for client approvals. Just one place to see everything going on with a project. And as a reminder, they're offering a special deal to all Builder Funnel Radio listeners. Hit pause right now and text BUILDBOOK to 33777 
for a free trial of the software plus 45% off the first year. All right, let's get back to the show. Home builder confidence has jumped to a record high. According to numbers released from August, the construction industry is feeling better than ever about the housing market, just months after reporting record lows in March and April. The NEHB's monthly confidence index rose to 78, which is the highest score on record since the NEHB began releasing the data, which is about 35 years or so for those of you keeping score. Builders are particularly confident in their expectations of future sales over the next six months. Mortgage rates have somehow gone even lower, and the demand for more space and less crowded cities doesn't seem to be going anywhere anytime soon. Given the housing market's sugar high, this isn't particularly breaking news. Some are even predicting that the housing boom will undoubtedly have a ripple effect through the rest of the economy. James Knightley, the ING economist, said in a report, quote, Home sales have historically been well correlated with consumer spending on related sectors such as furniture, home furnishings, garden equipment, and building supplies. And this makes sense, given what we know. In fact, home sales are at their highest since the Great Recession. Reports coming in from over the summer have shown that builders have started the construction of new homes at an accelerated pace, even faster than they were in June and July. This is impressive, given the record low amount of inventory available to those with newfound purchasing power. In fact, there are just 1.5 million existing homes for sale right now. This is a 26% decrease from the same time last year. According to the experts, that's only 3.1 months of runway if things stay the same as they are now. The existing home market is this way for a couple of reasons. One, our housing market just can't keep up with demand. Two, older Americans are staying in their homes longer and longer and are simply unwilling to move and sell their property. And three, home builders just can't build homes fast enough. This combination of events is causing housing prices to soar. In fact, the average price of a new home increased by nearly 5% compared to this time last year, up to $391,000. The price of an existing home rose 6.5% to $338,000. Speaking of housing, some good news is coming by way of increased construction employment. According to recent data released by the AGC, construction employment increased by 16,000 jobs in August, which were mostly concentrated in residential housing. It's worth noting here that this news wasn't so rosy for the infrastructure and non-residential building sectors of the industry, which combined recently lost 11,000 jobs. This news comes on the heels of a recent survey that reported growing pessimism about things ever returning to normal. Our friend Ken Simonson of the AGC said, quote, Construction is becoming a tale of two sectors, as homebuilding and limited non-residential niches thrive, but most other private, as well as public, construction shrinks. These employment numbers are in line with our survey, which found a plurality of construction firms expect it will take more than six months before their volume of business matches years-ago levels, end quote. So what's happening here is relatively easy to explain. The demand for new home construction is higher than ever. While the demand for new things like office space and retail and other structures remain at a lull, Representatives from the AGC warned that the commercial construction sector was likely to continue losing jobs without additional federal, relief. 
even urging Congress and the current administration to pass a one-year extension to current laws regarding highways and transit to allow for state officials to plan for projects in 2021. Industry representatives are also lobbying for additional infrastructure spending, liability protections, and other measures designed to preserve and to continue to grow the industry. The CEO of the AGC, Stephen Sander, was recorded saying, quote, It is clear that the commercial construction industry will not begin to recover unless Washington can enact responsible new recovery measures. Congress and the administration should take the opportunity to create needed new middle-class jobs, rebuild infrastructure, and restore the economy, end quote. All right, that is the latest news from the construction industry this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're enjoying the show, we'd love it if you gave us a five-star review. Or if you really want to make our day, subscribe to the Builder Funnel Radio Network. If you're on your smartphone too, you can tap or swipe over the cover art. And if you've got an iPhone, you can ask Siri to subscribe you to Builder Funnel Radio. As always, shout out to BuildBook for supporting the Construction Cut and the other shows on our little network. It means the world to us. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Construction Cut on Builder Funnel Radio. If you got value out of today's episode, please do one of two things for me. Share it with a friend by clicking the share button in your podcast player and then texting it or emailing it to them. Or leave us a review. This is a free podcast, so spreading the word really helps us keep Builder Funnel Radio going. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time.